Welcome to the credit. <laughs> Strike one. Two seconds in. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to wait a pause. <laughs> I, want, I want to make sure I don't sound like really like. Don't think about what you said. Saliva y. I think just don't think about it. Okay. Welcome to the Crecer Latina podcast. I'm Jackie, and I have two wonderful boys. <laughs> See, that's why I said make up your own because okay. I write something for you. It feels unnatural. So whatever you feel okay. feels natural to you. <sighs> write it down. Do you know what you're going to say? Mm, I'm going to wing it. Okay. At some point, we have to start getting <laughs> comfortable with this. Can- yeah. yeah, well, it's just this is the really the only part that we need to have, like, a script for everything else doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Welcome to the Crecer Latina podcast. I'm Jackie, and I have two little boys. I'm Monique, and I have one amazing son who's nine, and I'm also a wife. We are two Latinas sharing our journey as mothers, wives, daughters, making sure we grow to be strong Latina women and helping others do the same. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to Crecer Latina. This is our first episode. <laughs> exciting. <laughs> exciting. Might be interesting as we get comfortable with this. Yes, definitely some learning to do. Yeah. So yeah. I think a little bit about us for the audience. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully one day we have a <laughs> we, uh, we will. We're going to have a really good audience. Yeah. So a little about me, Jackie. I am... A mother of two boys. I am a wife of, um, I guess, to make it easy, a police officer. I've been a professional in the event business for, God, like 12 years now, um, wow. which makes me really old. <laughs> You're not old, but it's a long time. It's a long time. Long time. And I'm just a busy working professional Latina mom trying to figure out what this new norma is for me. Yeah. My youngest is almost a year, so we're starting to get into a routine. Yeah. It's you crazy. A, a year. Yeah. A year has gone by fast. My single I feel like you baby. just had them. <laughs> we tried really hard for him not to be born on Cinco de Mayo, and well, here we are. Well, it works. He's, he's Latino. He's Mexican. If anyone gets to have a Cinco de Mayo birthday, it's him. Right. A taco party every year. Yeah, there people will be celebrating every single year. So Mom, mom's gonna have older. a margarita in her hand <laughs> every year. He's a handful. Monica, yeah. what about you? What's your story? So um, let's see where I start. I am 29 years old. I turned 30 this year. I've uh, oh, been married almost 11 years crazy. Yes. I got married when I was really young. Um, and we have our mijo who is nine and yes, I had him when I was 19 years old. So that's a big part of my story and who I am today. Um, just having to mature really quickly. And, um, I think that's, that's really just affected who I am today. Um, and I'll talk, I think we'll talk more about what it's like to be a young mom, um, mm-hmm. in a later episode, but that's me. I have professionally right now, I work in fundraising or 
some places call it advancement, some call it development. Um, that's my wheelhouse. It's been, what, three years since I originally started doing it. But um, I've tried different things and realized, hey, I'm not good at this and that's okay. Um, I, I think that's another story to have at a different time. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how to balance my life to, so that I'm a really good mom, I'm a really good wife, and I'm also a really good person for myself. And um, those things, trying to do it all is not always easy. And yeah. you don't really have to do it all, but... Um, but yeah, we try. We constantly. try. Yeah. All the time. All the time. So I think that's a lot about what we're going to talk about on this Yeah, or maybe podcast. we should also mention how we met. Oh, yeah. How did we meet? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Jackie and I always get that we're, are you sisters? Are you cousins? Are you related? Are you twins? Yeah. And we're not even related. It was all fate. It was all fate. <laughs> Divine intervention. Divine intervention. I, For me, um, so... I'm four years older than Monique. Yeah. yeah. So to, and that's relevant on how we met. Um, so I was working at the University of Colorado's Alumni Association, and we, of course, hire students. And we had a new student starting, and it was Monique. And I kept on saying, Monique, Monique. I'm like, well, who the hell is this Monique? And then I meet you. Yep. And we, I just it was really, January of 2009. Wow. Wow. So we have known each other. 11 years? Yeah, almost as long yeah. as I've been married. That is crazy. Right? So then, yeah, we just, I think, got along really well in an environment that was not Latino-friendly. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, it wasn't yeah. bad, but we were like the two people of color. Yeah. In that building. Yeah. And let me just say that I remember when I met you, uh, I started working, I don't know, I think it was like a few days before you had actually come in. Um, and I remember you, I was walking down the stairs of the office and then you come in with your hair done, pretty blowout, this beautiful white coat wearing, I think you were wearing white slacks too. So you had this whole Olivia Pope thing going on. <laughs> Back when I used to dress that? up. I was like, who is she? Who is she? And, um, you know, not only were you a really good manager, someone to look up to, but then you just became a really good friend. Yeah, we sure did. You've taught me a lot of what I know on event planning, and that helped me professionally. And then, you know, no. And I am Jackie's oldest godmother. So, yes. So now we're, now we're family. So no, la comadre. Yeah. yeah, la comadre. La nina. La nina. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. And I, I knew you were pregnant with Mijo before you knew you were pregnant with Mijo. That's true. Because you were the one who was like, maybe you should take a pregnancy test. Because you wanted ice cream. And you're like, I never want ice cream. And I go, are you pregnant? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And now I'm remembering, too, there's a whole other backstory that you actually know my husband's family. Yes. Carlos. I, it's fine to say his name. He was like four? Yes. Which really, now you can really say this is divine intervention happening because you have know you knew him before I even knew him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was yeah. really mad at Carlos because she's like, yeah, I'm dating this Carlos guy, blah, blah, blah. 
And then we were working a football pregame and then you, he comes in. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> He's like, Jackie. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I've known you since you were like four preschool going to the zoo with my brother because you are my brother's age, my little brother's age. So yeah. Yeah. And Carlos and my brother were friends when they were little. So there you go. Yeah. Full circle. Full circle. Always. Good times. Yeah, I think we'll dive into a lot of that too as we go along and how our friendship has grown. And, you know, we've gone through a lot of things, different stages in life. I got married, had yeah. kids. We've gone through a lot of career changes. Yeah. School. You finished school. I finished you school. You had school. Yeah, because you would pick him up when there was a year or a semester where I had an evening class, and both mm-hmm. Carlos and I did, and you helped us out because you'd pick him up and hang out with him. Yeah. Sebastian's age. He was Sebastian's age. No, or was he younger? Uh, he could have been just a little bit younger, but not too I much younger. I think he was. I think he was. Yeah. He was tiny. So cute. Yeah. Wow. Good times, good times, yeah. but um, yeah. I'm excited to be doing our podcast finally. Um, finally. I think, how did it all start? Like, I know that at one point I kept thinking about that I wanted to do a blog uh, for myself, but I wasn't really sure kind of what to do. I kept playing with ideas and ultimately mm-hmm. it's like, no, I, I was scared to make that jump, especially by myself. So then I just left it alone. But then. I think you had just had Sebastian. Yes, I had just had Sebastian. And I think I entered a new like phase of my life, um, you know, as a new mom, an older new mom. And also professionally, I was having such a hard time that I think I, I needed an outlet and inspiration. Yeah. Um, kind of to share our journey and be like, we're not the only ones doing this, right? Yeah, because I feel like that's a lot of our conversations, like am I the only one who thinks this or am I the only one dealing with this? It's like, yeah, no, but there's so many things that one, as women, we don't talk about. And then two, as Latinas, even more so that we don't speak up a lot of the times because I feel like in, in our culture, it's very common to say, oh, pues aguantate. Mm-hmm. Like we all did it. Nadie me ayudó a mí. Mm-hmm. Why are you waiting on someone? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's just not true. No. No, like we all need support and we just don't necessarily know where to get it. And then mm-hmm. you, you kind of self-isolate yourself because you don't know where to, where to reach out. Well, yeah, and there's also like a piece of it once that like, you need help. Like, what do you oh, mean yeah. you're not doing this alone? <laughs> yeah. Estás loca? No estás yeah. Bien? yeah, that's, that's very true. Yeah. Or like the one thing I hate more than anything is probably like, Ay, que huevona. if you yeah. can't do something by yourself, it's like, Oh, you're weak or lazy. And, and none of that's true. It's not. Yeah. But, so that's why we wanted to start to do this. And we had originally started with a blog, mm-hmm. that whole process I call like our failure to launch. Mm-hmm. Cause we, we seriously, and if for anyone who I think has an idea of starting something and they just get hung up on hiccups or life changes that it puts you on pause, I think that's okay. Cause it happens. Um, I doubt anyone won an Oscar on their first movie. Like, yeah, 
I mean, I'm sure there's probably one person, but the majority don't. <laughs> like, I would hope so. Yeah, but I, and we were just talk about this all the time. And originally, we were, mm-hmm. we were going to go with a blog, but for then, years, for years, yeah, for years, we kept saying, "Okay, I'll write these kinds of posts and I'll write that." But then it was just like once we got to writing, I know for me, and I think you too, mm-hmm. it didn't feel natural anymore. Mm-mm. It just felt like. Oh, I'm just putting words down. Like yeah. there is a sense of our personalities missing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I'm all like worried about grammar and all these things. I'm like, but I just wanted to feel like, like we're having a conversation, like allow people into our conversations and hopefully they find something in that, you know, that like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Because you and I often are like, are we in this alone? And we have conversations and we talk about it and then, you know, it opens up like yeah. this, like a door and you're, you peek into somebody else's life and you see, okay, they're struggling with it the same way I are, or I even come to you because Miho's older and I'm like, how did you handle this? How do you approach this? Mm-hmm. How did you get your kid to speak two languages and be proficient at both of those or yeah, and I'm glad you bring that up because that's, I think, one of the really important things that we've talked about and what the purpose of this podcast is, too, is that, you know, we are growing as women and, and being strong and being good for ourselves and our families, but we also want to make sure we're growing strong children who are very much still in touch with their, their Latino culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm Puerto Rican and Mexican, and I, I want to make sure that Miko doesn't look you know, he doesn't lose that. He doesn't, he doesn't look like your typical Latino stereotype. Um, Mijo has blue eyes and light hair. Mm-hmm. So he's automatically thought, oh, well, you're, you're a little wedito, you're a white kid. And he's not. And, you know, for him, he gets really defensive about, no, pues, soy Latino. Yeah. Because he, he doesn't want to lose that. And part of that is, okay, we taught him Spanish first and we make sure mm-hmm. we take him to Chihuahua every year and he's still in touch with his grandparents. And that's yeah. a big part of what we wanted to talk about in this podcast is just making sure we're still raising our kids in touch with their cultures. And I think also for us to stay in that. And, you know, I was talking to my husband last night and it's like our reality is different too, you know, compared to our, even our neighbors or co-workers, how we face this world as Latinas is unique. We're, you know, first, I mean, I'm first gen and it's balancing that constant struggle of, you know, assimilating to what the world we're living in. We're here in the U.S., we're here in Colorado, in case anyone's wondering, not Cali, not Texas. We're in lovely... We're in lovely Colorado. Oh, that's my phone. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so I, that's a piece of it, too. You know, how, how do we deal with everyday situations, careers, homes, raising our children, dealing with schools? Just so much of it is impacted by our roots, our background, our, our culture. Completely. Uh, so we want to talk about that, and I, and I think how we live it too. Like I said, like I said, we're not in California, so we don't have 
what I feel is like that strong base or in Texas too, like you go out and people look like you, but here in Colorado in little North Colorado, it's not so much like that. You go out and. Yeah. We're still very much a minority. I think we're, we'll get there one day, but yeah, I've been here since 2008 and it's, it's. Yeah. You came from El Paso. Yeah. And then that, which is a huge culture shock, you know, I didn't really understand what it meant to be a minority because in El Paso, yes, the majority of everyone is, is some Mexicanos, right? But, you know, you still have a lot of others' families coming in because the military base is right there. But when I moved here to Colorado and especially to Boulder of all places, it was a huge shock. And I, I didn't know that it's, it's very naive to say, and it's very sheltered to say, but I didn't know what it was like for us to be a minority. Yeah. So I think I we'll talk about that and how I think we live it too is unique. I think you and I have a lot of similarities and, you know, sharing with others how we live it because we don't live it like maybe others do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm proud yeah. of my Mexican heritage, but how do you express that? Yeah. And then it's, it's the, what well, I think we all like to refer to as the, the Selena struggle. Um, yeah. You're, you're too Mexican for the whites, but then you're too white for the Mexicans. So you're yeah. kind of uh, in our own little path. Yeah, our own little section of it. Yeah, and sometimes you you one group might see it that you step too far the other way. The other side sees it that you t- step too far that way, and you feel you had. I think a lot of times you struggle with, well, where do I belong? Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's just an interesting part of life that I think we're going through as Latinos, and especially yeah. as women. Yeah, like I think. I don't know what other women live, but I feel like we have a very unique way of life, yeah. you know, um, first for, you know, in my family, I, I, I literally do everything, but it's nice to hear, or it's interesting to hear when, you know, someone doesn't do it all mm-hmm. and how they, how their families are so intertwined and who helps and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. But it, again, it goes back to being Latinos. Yeah. Our roots, our culture. Yeah. That's roots. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think that's going to drive a lot of our conversations here and hopefully somebody finds a similarity in our voice, you know, is able to say, yeah, I struggle with that too. Or I'm not the only one that does it that way or. Right. Yeah. Yep. Again. Yeah. And then, cause that brings us together and, we for I think it's really easy to forget that I can reach out to someone for mm-hmm. help to give me some clarity, some peace of mind. Because yeah. we, it, and, and especially for those people who don't, who tend to stay quiet and and speak to themselves. Did a little someone find his way in? Mm-hmm. I have company. Is it Sebastian? It's a whole fam bam. <laughs> hey, it's part. Hey, our families, like we said, our families are involved in everything. There's, 
there's really no privacy in Latino families. None. <laughs> We're all up in each other's business all the time. And it's never quiet. No, no. Right now my house is quiet because one, I have Buddy locked in the bathroom. And then two, Michael went with his abuela. So, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love, uh, so right now we're living COVID. We've been, we're in our the last big elephant week. in the room. Yeah. When our last week here in Colorado of um, home lockdown, basically, what, what's the formal? What is uh, it? Formal? Stay at home. It's stay at home. stay at home. Yeah. We're entering safer at home. Home, whatever the stay hell home. that means. Um, so I've been at home working from home and it's interesting because I have coworkers who don't have kids. I have coworkers who are older. And <laughs> like you said, we have family. So my mom helps me with the kids. She watches my kids while I'm at work. Yes, I'm lucky. I know, I know, I know. Blessing, huge blessing. Huge blessing. Um, for Tina. Yes. Shout out to my mom. What, what, <laughs> Tina? Bless her heart. <laughs> like literally bless her heart. But with that has come... You know, oftentimes my aunt is here with my little cousin because my mom's helping her out too. And then my dad's here and then my two boys. And then all of a sudden we're at the max of the 10 people that you're supposed to be with. (laughs) And it's all just close family. (laughs) And it's all like, we're all literally sharing the same germs and it's the whole, it's just the same family. And I'm on these zoom calls and people are like, the hell's going on they're judging you they're like it's a quarantine and you have a party i'm like constantly on mute oh yeah it's so freaking loud here so that's been interesting that's okay i think i think maybe they need to hear the chaos that's going on in the background so that they know okay yeah jackie has a different situation but a very different situation yeah how do you feel? Because uh, your husband is still essential. Like we're yes. similar in this aspect where both of us stay home because we're non-essential, but we're still mm-hmm. working at home. Yeah. And then they leave every day because they're essential. Yep. I mean, so your husband's in construction, mine's a police officer. And it's just, for me, it's like, stay away from people. <laughs> Stay in your car. Stay in your car. And, you know, he'll come home with stories of, like, the other day electricity went out in the town and they were doing, like, checks on – because the the population in that town's a little older and he's, like, knock on these doors and, you know, try to stay away six feet. And it's it's that constant, like, we had to come up with a plan. What do we do if you come in contact with someone who looks sick or come in contact with someone, period – and we came up with the plan and of course we haven't executed because that would mean he has to pack up his own bag <laughs> to take a shower at work. But it, it's, it's interesting because it's just that one more layer. Yeah. To your yeah it's just an extra thing. Yeah. That you, I feel like our chance of it coming to our homes is greater. Right, because I, um, you know, and, and I also understand like it's a blessing that we're, you know, both of us are still working too, mm-hmm. but um, you know, there are families where everyone's just stuck home, 
mm-hmm. and, and you eliminate a level of that concern. Um, cause I, I worry too that Carlos is going to bring it home from work because he is in Colorado. Construction was still considered essential. Mm-hmm. So he's still out working. Crews are still out there. He still has to go buy materials and whatnot. So he comes in contact with people all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I make him right now, I make him get, get undressed in the garage. Yep. Like he has his hamper out there. It's near the laundry room. And then once that week's over, that stuff goes straight into the washer. Yeah. He's like, you making me get naked in the garage. I'm like, you, you have to, I don't want to take a chance. And he understands, but it's yeah. just, you know, it is an extra level of worry that yeah. they, and you know, my concern for me personally isn't that I get sick. It's that if Mijo gets sick. Yeah. That's, that's where it's fair. Cause, cause I think I told you this way back when it started and I was just like, I'm not worried. I don't care if I get it. And I'm, and I'm still concerned. I am concerned more because now that more cases come out, I feel like they discover more and mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a healthcare professional. So I can't say what the situation is, but now that I see more, I'm like, oh, I don't care less about me, but I still don't want my son. So poor Miko has been like, I think so many kids, it's just, they're, they're not going anywhere Mm -hmm. and they, he hates it. So luckily he bound, he does bounce back and forth between me and my, my suegro's house, but um, my suegro and Carlos. It's shared germs. It's shared germs. We've been doing this. For years, because even though my sagrada doesn't watch Mijo every day, all day, because he's in school, he's school age, but she would, if I had to go to work earlier, she would take him to school and I'd drop him off with her or she picks him up from school because I don't get off right when he does. Yeah. So it, it's sure germs. So we've been essentially keeping up with the routine since, since this whole thing started. So, yeah. um, it, it's just. It's crazy, crazy times. Yeah. How do you feel about like working though? Besides your Zoom calls or like everything else that's going on? Because I know sometimes I'm like, how am I supposed to do all this shit? Yeah. Right. Well, but like, I'm still supposed to, I, I say it all the time, I'm supposed to do my job. I'm mm-hmm. still supposed, now I'm cooking like two, all the time, four times a day. I spend and washing life. dishes. Yeah. Right. You got to wash the dishes. So you're in the kitchen all day. Because we're Mexican, well, we don't use the dishwasher. It's decorative. <laughs> Hold started, the other pots I, and pans. I started using the dishwasher. I am all for the dishwasher. Anything We've had helps. this conversation about the dishwasher. Do you use the dishwasher? Do you not use the dishwasher? I, I have, and um, I'm sure we'll get into it like, at another point, but because I'm, I'm like, you know what? If these things are designed to help me, I am going to use them and me van a decir que soy buena, but I'm helping myself. I tried. My husband was like, nope. Junior was like, nope. <laughs> Did you know, someone told me this, that you actually use less, less water by using the, di- with with the dishwasher nope. compared to the sink? No. Nope. He like washes the dishes and then throws them in the dishwasher. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then I for, I have forgotten dishes in the dishwasher. Oh, because I don't use it that often. I'm like, oh, where's this dish? Oh, it's in the dishwasher. You're drying. It's in the drying rack. It's in the drying rack. It's been there for a month. It's the dish dryer, not the yeah. washer. Yeah. So I mean, 
this whole COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. It's been interesting. And yeah, working from home, it's just that much harder too. Like with two little ones, mm-hmm. they find me. Like literally they found me right now. <laughs> well, they, they did. <laughs> in my master bathroom trying to rec- record this and they found me. Like there's that piece. They find me everywhere. I, I think all of CU has seen my kids now because they join in on Zoom calls like no one's business. <laughs> You're just like that video of that guy. Yeah. Where they, the kids pop in and they're like, hi. Hi. And then they want to talk about like buffaloes and blue buffaloes in case anyone oh. is wondering is African buffaloes. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then, like you said, I think the hard part too is explaining to our kids what this is. Oh, yeah. Especially for your years. They're tiny. Yeah. They're tiny. My one-year-old, almost one, I mean, whatever. He doesn't care. He's like, whatever. I still You're get. like a couple of weeks away. You're yeah. fine. He's one. He's one. He's not going to remember. But my four-year-old is thinks the whole world is sick, mm-hmm. which we really are. And he thinks he's sick. He's like, when I'm better, I'm going to the zoo. I'm like, yes, you oh, are, buddy. Pobrecito. Yeah. Yesterday we went and got ice cream and he's like, are they open? I'm like, yeah. They're like, but aren't they sick? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) We're getting ice cream. Yeah. I took Miko out yesterday as a matter of fact, because he was just, he had like a breakdown moment. He's like, mom, I I haven't, you know, he's gone outside. We've gone for walks and Uh um, he's taken Buddy out for a walk and stuff, but he is literally only seeing the inside of my house and my suegro's house. That's it. He, yeah. I've been very, very adamant. Uh, and cause I'm lucky where I don't take him to the store. Yeah. Um, just, it's just because I, I have the, the ability not to take him. I won't take mm-hmm. him. I understand their parents who have to have no other choice, but yeah. he's like, mom, I'm sick of it. I hate this house. He's like that, that TikTok. <laughs> I hate this house. And so I was like, okay, do you want to go get lunch somewhere? And he's like, yes, can you please go to Chick-fil-A? So we went through the drive and we went and like picked up Chick-fil-A. Uh-huh. But for him, he was just so happy to go do something different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it sucks. And, and in some ways, you know, I think I catch myself where I'm like, oh, esto no va a ser un ratito. It's just a year, but a year really isn't just a year. It's, no. it's a big amount of time. And then especially for him, you know, he, he, I want to, I don't want to say he completely understands what's going on because he's nine. So he's still a kid. He doesn't understand exactly why things are being done, even though I've explained it. But for him, it's just like his whole life went on pause. He went from having school and activities and baseball, his baseball season was about to start and it just got completely cut off. Yeah. Um, right now they're talking about bringing it back and which is worries me because, you know, the here school closed for the rest of the year. Yep. So that meant like no sports for high school. So why are we doing it with little leagues? Um, so what that's going to look like, I don't know, but, yeah. um, I just worry about, I do worry about our kids and what they're thinking and, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I do work at a school, so I can, I worry about the high school seniors and 
it's a lot of stuff that no one gets back. And yes, is it ultimately worth it? I don't, don't hang me for saying it, but I do think so because the larger picture of who we're keeping safe and making sure healthcare professionals are okay. But um, it's just, it's weird. And I think like for you and I, we're such planners mm-hmm. that right now, you know, we're, we're lost. Like, yeah. We're not good with just going with the flow. We don't really no. know what that means. We've always type had a. plans. Yeah. Know, type A, type awesome, type chingona, whatever you want to call it. But <laughs> that's how we've always been. And so now they're like, wait, we might do this. We might not, but we don't know. Yeah. What do you do it's, with that? It's literally like week by week. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I keep hearing friends who are pregnant. I'm still waiting on another one because I feel like it comes in threes. Yeah. I know it always comes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm waiting on another one. But um, I I think I told you I was really grateful that I'm not pregnant right now. Yeah. Same. I mean, or I have a really, really young baby because I can't imagine how how stressful that is. Oh yeah. Well, I'm still it. I'm still over here breastfeeding just to like in my head it makes me feel better that okay, if he gets it, he has the antibodies from breast milk. And I was supposed to stop six months ago. <laughs> I know you kept. Well, how was it like every month for six months? You're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna st- stop. I'm gonna slow down. And I was like, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then we got sick, and then we kept on getting sick, and we got sick in February. Me and the boys got sick, really sick. Which I think now I really do think we had it because there was already cases in Chicago, and I had traveled to Chicago. Yeah. So I think I brought it home, but it's one of those things we may never know. You may never know unless there's like know. a COVID <laughs> antibodies test right. or some yeah. shit is that I'm um, about. So then, I'm, then this whole situation started and I'm like, well, you know, every fighting chance. Yeah. So here I am ready That's to quit. <laughs> but you're not even stopping on like Cinco de Mayo, are you? I Technically, can, yeah, I can't. I was say, aren't you like too far past that point now? Yeah. So you're going like maybe 13 months? Yeah. <laughs> Are you not ready for it? I'm like, well, I imagine you're just ready to be like, you're happy to give the breast milk, but yeah. you're probably just like over it. And so that can be a whole podcast. Being Latina and breastfeeding, it's its own thing. Its own thing own the whole conversation like a whole day conversation but yeah yeah I'm there's no way I can stop like tomorrow but. <laughs> okay you'll stop in eight weeks maybe <laughs> no Girl, I'm ready for it to end <laughs> 13 months but you'll really get there I'll get there I will I will I all good things all good things. Well, this is exciting. This is exciting. It's, we finally did it. We finally did it. High Let's five, virtual high five, because because of this, Jackie aren't and I aren't actually together. Yep. But we figured out a way to make it work. We sure did. Only took and us I like think three weeks or more. Three weeks and three like years. More like three months <laughs> and three years. But who's counting? Who's counting? No one's counting. And counting. I, I think it's really true when they say that better late than never. Yeah. 
Um, and, and yes, I call it failure to launch. And there's a lot of things in life where you want to make happen and they kind of, they don't, there's a hiccup, whether there's stuff going on in your personal life, mm-hmm. your professional life. And that's kind of how we were is you were popping yeah. out babies. I was jumping around between careers. Yeah. And so we just yeah. figure it out when we do. Yeah. It's just life and you figure it out. You figure it out. Oh. Yes. On that note. <laughs> On that note, I think, I think we're done. And um, we wish everyone well, wherever you are. Leave yeah. us comments. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Spotify. And then also find us on our website at crecerlatina.com. And leave us comments or any feedback, um, topics you want us to discuss. And yeah. we'll catch Join you Join the next conversation. Week. Yeah. La Comadres over here. We can officially say that we're Comadres. We are officially. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, lady, I'll talk to you later. I will talk to you later. Bye. Um, oh. Do you want... What? Oh. Stop it.